Welcome to Coffee and Sports, your weekly podcast that makes you smarter on the most intriguing topics from this past week in the world of sports, all in the 18 minutes it takes you to drink your coffee. I'm your host, Colin Fleming. I covered sports for years for ESPN and now coming to your ears from Los Angeles, California. I'm joined by my partner in crime. He's the former Division I all-conference offensive lineman who went on to become a football recruiter and now trains top prospects across all sports. It's the one and only Jeffrey Earl Hines. Jeff, how are you doing this week? Colin, I'm doing great. The sky is blue, the grass is green, and I got a mean farmer's tan right now. Life is great. (laughs) I love it, Jeff. Huge, huge show. The NBA draft is in the books. NBA free agency is right around the corner. We continue to go around the world with our soccer coverage. We catch you up on the latest and greatest in the major leagues. And it's award season for basketball and hockey, and we play a little laugh or trash, so let's not waste any time and get into it all with three and out. All right, Jeff, it's three and out the three most intriguing topics from this past week in the world of sports, and topic number one, Kevin Durant. The superstar will reportedly decline his $31.5 million player option with the Warriors to test the free agent market. Jeff Tuparter here. How surprised should we be by this decision, and what does this mean for the future of the Warriors? Colin, we have to be very surprised uh, by this decision. He's leaving $31.5 million on the table, which he would have got while he's rehabbing, getting that Achilles healed uh, for free agency. And, you know, also, I'm very surprised by it because there's no guarantee he's going to get that Supermax deal. So him turning down the money, no guarantee on the Supermax deal, now that that is a big surprise. Now, as far as the Warriors go, now they have $31.5 million free. They can go out, get players, get depth. That way they can make another run. Because my guess now that Kevin Durant's not taking that money, it'd be a lot easier to get Clay Thompson, keep the court together, get a few pieces. They'll be right back in the mix. Great points there, Jeff. Topic number two, it's the big easy decision for New Orleans. With the first pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the New Orleans Pelicans select Zion Williamson from Duke University. What should we expect to see from Zion with the Pelicans next year? One word, Colin. Highlights. I'm so excited to see Zion uh, on the Pelicans this season. He's going to bring that tenacious attitude, that effort, uh, the love of the game, and of course that God-given talent. He's going to be a human highlight reel. But what I'm most excited for is I'm a, I want to see what he's going to bring to the team. Will he bring the best out of Lonzo Ball? Get him going. Because if he can get Lonzo going, that's going to be a dynamic duo to watch. Topic number three, the NBA has a new MVP. The 2019 Kia NBA Most Valuable Player goes to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Jeff, when it's all said and done, how will we remember Giannis? Uh, Right now, I want to say we're going to remember him as a Hall of Famer, a great player, a great person, because that's what he is right now. Uh, He really joined... Uh, some elite company becoming the fifth international player to win the MVP. Uh, I'll talk about those players down the road. You guys will hear me. Uh, But also, you know, I think it's great for the NBA because it's a new phase. It's not somebody we've been seeing recently, but down the road, you never know what's going to happen. Look at Kevin Durant. He got the MVP. Everybody loved Kevin. He's still a top five player for sure. But does everybody still love him? So what is this going to be for him down the road? And when he's done playing, 
That's still to be determined. He's 24 years old. And that does it for three and out. Jeff, what do you say we hop aboard the express train? Choo choo. All right. First stop on the express train, it's standing ovation. And Jeff, topic number one, it's the World Cup. Rapino shot goal. After its 2-1 victory over Spain, the United States women will take on the host nation France in the quarterfinals. Jeff, what should we expect to see in Friday's matchup? It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a dogfight. The U.S. and France, they've been 1-2 and in the power rankings uh, all year. So we know both clubs are great. Now, for the U.S., what I'm looking for, can Alex Morgan get going? If they're going to compete with France, she needs to get it going, become more of an impact on the game. And for France... They just played 120 minutes against Brazil. Are they going to have legs? Now, a fun fact for everybody, if the U.S. eliminates France, it'll be the first time they've ever eliminated a host country. Topic number two, it's the Gold Cup. With a dominant performance over Trinidad and Tobago, the United States men have officially punched their ticket to the knockout round. Jeff, given the recent struggle on the men's side by simply advancing to the stage, should we consider the Gold Cup a success for the U.S. men? (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh, We've won the Gold Cup six times. This isn't the World Cup. It's not like we get happy by advancing around in the World Cup. This is the Gold Cup. We've won six times. I will I'll consider this a success once we win a couple games in the knockout in the knockout stage. Right now, I don't consider it a, a success. Totally agree with that, Jeff. Topic number three, Copa America. Group play has officially concluded and Colombia is the only nation with a clean sheet. Jeff, how impressed should we be by the performance of James Falcao and the boys? Colin, we should be very impressed. I mean, yes, they beat Paraguay 1-0. Uh, they've also beat Guitar. Now, they've already played Argentina. They're in the same group, and they've crushed them. So we should be very impressed. And James, we know how hot he gets in turn, tournament play. Next up on the express train, it's what are you doing? Topic number one, UConn decides to leave the American Conference to make its triumphant return back to the Big East. Jeff, as someone who lived in Connecticut for a couple of years, I love this decision, but what are the Huskies doing here? I think they're making a great decision. No, I know they're making a great decision because they should have never left the Big East uh, when it comes to hoops. I love it personally because now we get to see UConn and Georgetown playing again. I never really got that excited for UConn versus Tulsa. Now, remember, Colin, the good news about them going to the Big East is football is still staying in the AAC. So we get to see that civil conflict whenever they go down and play against UCF. Topic number two, the Rockets are actively recruiting Jimmy Butler to take his talents to H-Town. Jeff, what are the Rockets doing with this move, and can Jimmy fit in alongside Harden and Chris Paul? Colin, I'm going to answer the second part first. Jimmy Butler is not going to fit with James Harden and Chris Paul. We're talking three ball-dominant players, three massive egos. They're going to want the ball. They're going to want to take the last shot. So, no, it's not going to be able to work with those three. Now, as far as what they're thinking and what they're doing, they're going out getting Jimmy Butler, who's another great wing player. He can stretch the floor, yes, but same time, don't they need to go down low? Yes, I just saw they're shopping Clint Capella. He's their only dominant big man, so I don't know what they're thinking, how they're planning to win, the way they're looking. I think they need it. I know they need to look in the front court. That was their biggest holes last year in the playoffs, so they need to be looking somewhere other than Jimmy Butler. 
Topic number three, Kawhi Leonard is reportedly watching the Lakers to see how much cap space they can free up before making his decision on his free agency. Jeff, what is Kawhi doing? We've all heard he may be going to the Clippers. A lot of people are thinking, myself included, he's going to stay with the Raptors. Now, all of a sudden, we're hearing reportedly he's looking at the Lakers and what they're going to do with free agency, what they're going to do with cap space. He's really looking at that to say, Hey, I'm willing to go back to L.A., not just Clippers, but to the Lakers, telling Toronto, you better put something together for me that's going to make me want to stay. He's putting pressure on the Raptors. This is a move for him to get more money and get more of what he wants in Toronto. Next up on the express train, it's do you agree? I'm going to make three statements about MLB, Jeff, and you're going to tell me whether you agree or not. Topic number one, after winning nine of their last 10, the Yankees are currently on pace to win 105 games, which is a win total they will surpass. Disagree, Colin. Last year, they had 100 wins. Their, Their longest win streak was nine games, which they did in April of last year they had their longest losing streak of five games in august let's see if they can finish the season out but i disagree i'm thinking probably 102 103 not 105 topic number two with 83 games remaining on the year christian yelich who currently has 29 home runs will hit 60 home runs this season totally agree on this colin a key to hitting 60 home runs is longevity staying healthy So far this year, he's missed six games. That is it. If he misses six games in the second half, guess what? He's going to have 60 home runs. So I 100% agree. Topic number three, chicks dig the long ball, so let's stick with it. The Mets slugger Pete Alonzo will finish the season with more home runs than Cody Bellinger. Disagree. Uh, Again, Colin, yes, Alonzo is, is a bigger surprise than Cody Bellinger. And yes, he has 23 home runs. But with those 23 home runs after the blast that Cody Bellinger hit, he's still three behind Cody. And at some point, teams are going to say, you know what? The Mets roster is terrible. Let's pitch around Pete Alonzo. Where the Dodgers, they have a stacked roster. They can't always pitch around Bellinger. He's going to see more pitches. He's going to end up with more home runs. Totally disagree. Next up on the express train, it's laugh or trash. Topic number one, the New York Rangers first round pick loves his new city. I just arrived in New York. Wow, it's a nice city. (laughs) Jeff, laugh or trash? (laughs) You got to laugh, Colin. Uh, I wonder if he's going to think it's nice in November, December, and January when it's freezing. More importantly, when those fans are yelling at him, breathing down his neck. We'll see if he says the same thing. (laughs) Jeff, I truly do not think he thinks it's nice now, but that's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) Topic number two, John Wall Awards. Bradley Beal at the NBA Awards. It is an honor to give this season the NBA Community Assist Award presented by Kaiser Permente to my brother, Bradley Beal. (laughs) Jeff, laugh or trash at John Wall's teleprompter skill reading abilities. Colin, I laughed. Uh, when, when I was watching, I was wondering, um, you know, if he was, if he had, had the capabilities of doing it, he ended up finishing it. With that being said, I laughed at him reading, but it was really cool to see him award Bradley Bill with the award. It's awesome whenever you see athletes getting out there in the community. Topic number three, even Colby White was shocked the Suns took his former North Carolina teammate Cam Johnson as early as they did. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, bro. (laughs) Awesome moment, Jeff. Laugh or trash? Uh, Colin, I actually laughed and then thought trash. I laughed at Kobe White and that he was shocked by the Suns choosing Cam Johnson. But I also thought complete trash. This is a classic Suns-Sarver move. 
just picking somebody nobody knows, nobody expects. Trash by the sun, laugh at Colby White. Final stop on the express train, it's who did it better. The NHL and NBA both had its regular season award show this week, Jeff. So we're going to play a little who did it better against the two leagues and also put my pronunciation skills to the test. Topic number one, it's the MVP. Jeff, who did it better? The NBA's Giannis Antetokounmpo or Nikita Kucherov of the Lightning? Going with Giannis on this, he's the fifth international player to win the MVP. Also, he beat the likes of James Harden, Steph Curry, Nikola Jokic, uh, KD, and of course, Paul George. So I love that he beat all of them. I'm going with Giannis on this. Topic number two, Defensive Player of the Year. Jeff, who did it better? The Flames captain, Mark Giordano, or Rudy Gobert at the Jazz? Colin, I'm going with the NHL and Giordano on this one. Uh, the, the Flames this year had a plus 62 goal differential, as we know in hockey. That's getting the puck out of your defensive zone, setting it up for the offensive zone. So I'm going with Giordano on this. Topic number three, it's Rookie of the Year. Jeff, who did it better, Luka Doncic of the Mavs or Elias Pettersson of the Canucks? Going, I'm going Luka Doncic on this. His team, or the Mavericks, went from 24 to 33 wins. As we know, Luka had a huge part on the offensive end and defensive end. Uh, and while the Canucks only improved by four wins, easy decision, Luka Doncic. And that does it for the Express Train. Jeff, what do you say we finish this off with some rapid fire? Let's heat it up. All right. First stop on rapid fire. It's this week's MVP. And for me, this is an easy decision as I am taking Megan Rapino. Her two goals against Spain single-handedly led the United States women's to a quarterfinals berth. And by the way, she has already scored more goals in the 2019 World Cup than she did in 2015. Exciting times, and I cannot wait for their matchup against France on Friday. Megan Rapino, you're my MVP. Jeff, who you got? Colin, I'm going with Bob Lee uh, from ESPN, also known as, as the Mothership. After he announced his retirement after 40 years of blessing our ears uh, with sports knowledge and really opening our minds with outside the line, so you know, really can't you know, really enjoyed listening to Bob Lee growing up. He was a staple every Saturday morning. So definitely, Bob Lee's my MVP this week. Jeff, I'll say this about Bob Lee. What I took away most from my time working with him is he truly cared and wanted to know everyone he worked with, whether you were a lowly PA like I was when I first started in Bristol or a quote-unquote New York City suit like I was when I left. He always treated me the same, and I respected that about him. That's awesome, Colin. That is amazing to hear. Next up on Rapid Fire, it's what to watch for, Jeff. I'll go first. I'm watching Julian Edelman 100%. If there's one thing the millions and millions know about me, it's that I love Julian Edelman. And this Friday, we'll get a look at his life as Showtime will air a documentary about the Super Bowl MVP and I am very excited to watch that. Jeff, what are you watching? First off, Colin, I can't wait to watch either, uh, but I'm going to be watching quite a bit of baseball this weekend, especially the Rockies versus the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers just took down the Rockies four game in a four-game series, so we need the Rockies to bounce back, or I do now that I'm a bandwagon fan for them. But more importantly, we get to watch some young stars, Nolan Arenado and Cody Bellinger. Uh, Cody's hitting 353 this year with 26 home runs. Nolan's at 321 with 19. Should be exciting. Everyone should tune in. Next up on Rapid Fire Stat of the Week, my stat of the week is 1-3. to three. Jeff, those are the odds Vegas has given Zion to win the NBA's Rookie of the Year, making him the favorite. John Morant comes in in second at 7-2 to two odds, and RJ Barrett is in at third at 9-2. to two. But Jeff, my money is on jaw. What's your stat of the week? My stat of the week is a two-parter. It's an Atlanta Braves stat uh, because they're leading the, the NL East right now. 
Uh, so I'm going to go with the two-parter. The first one, I'm going to go back uh, to when we were young with Greg Maddox, a stat I saw. Greg faced 20,421 batters, and only 310 of them saw a 3-0 count. Of that 310, 177 were intentional walks. Now, a stat for the current Braves, Freddie Freeman, who's been on fire this year, has 17 home runs on the first pitch of the oven at bat this season. Crazy to both, that is for sure. All right, Jeff, it's the reason the millions and millions listen each and every week. It's time for Cliche Sports Podcast Hot Take. I'll go first on this one. After a dominant series win over the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks will earn a National League wildcard berth. They are currently two games out of the final spot now, and with the way Kettle Marte has been playing, who just broke the franchise record for most consecutive games with multiple hits, by the way, along with the return of Jake Lamb, I fully expect them to get over the hump and be competing in October. Ooh, West is the best. Jeff, what's your cliche sports podcast hot take? Colin, I'm going to stay with the, all the Lakers and Pelicans talk. Uh, so my hot take this week is this this free agent offseason, uh, the Lakers are going to struggle. They're not be able to fill out the roster. Nobody's going to want to come to L.A. Uh, and play with LeBron. We've already seen that. Of course, AD is already he's already there because of a trade, but he hasn't even signed yet. So I don't think they're going to fill out the roster uh, because of that. And because they can't fill out the roster, the Pelicans this season will finish ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers after the regular season, earning a higher berth in the playoffs. Bringing the heat. I love it, Jeff. And that does it for this week's edition of Coffee and Sports. We thank the millions and millions of listeners from across the globe for tuning in each and every week. Please be sure to follow us at Coffee Sports Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This has been a production of Panda Bike Productions. We're off next week for 4th of July, but we'll see you after that. Jeff, we out. Bing bong.